It Happy says New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> We're back. Lacey's guess I go and I and everyone texted me yesterday after I posted this thing. They're like, I have I now have Eminem in my head. Right. <laughs> guess who's back? Lacey's back back again. Back again. <laughs> um Lacey, let me ask you a question. Do you work out? I do. Where do you work out at? I work out at our country club. Oh, what's that? What, do you like the amenities? Oh, yeah, because since we're members of the country club, they have a gorgeous gym. And since we live across the street from the clubhouse, it is uber convenient. What's So what's important for you to become um, a, uh, a, a gym member? Convenience? Well, so- yeah, so definitely convenience. We were members of what there's a, a line out here called Lifetime Fitness. We were members at that gym before we joined the country club, and it was so far away. Like, I shouldn't say so far away. I mean, it was 20 minutes away, but in the grand scheme of things, taking another 40 minutes out of your day really early in the morning to be driving to the gym is not convenient and oftentimes beca- becomes a limiting belief of why I can't make it or can't go. So do you, do you like classes? I've never been a class person. No, I okay. like a lot of people really get into the classes, which I think is important because it helps hold you accountable. There's a time you need to get there on time. You need to reserve your spot. You, know, you work out for the full hour. So classes are like, a, I think they're a good thing. I've just never been a class person because I like the flexibility of going when I want to go. So I, I don't, not a lot of people know this about me, but I, I actually, in between startups in San Francisco, I worked for crunch fitness, which was known for like the classes. So there was like, yes, uh, there was 24 hour fitness, which was your churn and burn. We, we offer low price fees Equinox was the luxury brand. I'm going to talk about that in a second. And Crunch was the cool hip. We do we do strip tease uh, pole dancing lessons, right? You know, like, and I, I and I honestly was the number one seller of memberships. And I I kid you not, I would just stand outside eating Toll House uh, uh, ice cream cookies and smoking Newports, and people were like, "You're the number one seller for gym for health." You know, I go, look, yeah. I, I grew up in a chiropractic family. I, I, I'm not selling health. I'm selling, I'm selling, get paid, get laid and lose weight. That's not health. Right. <laughs> so, um, wait, does crunch even exist anymore? Oh yeah. Yeah. But they were, they were bought out by 24 hour fitness. They still, they, and then they moved into the UFC oh. stuff. Cause that was cool. But, um, so, so Lena, Lena has been bugging me because she's like, I got, she's got Equinox on her, on her tail. And those guys, because Dan Bay will know this, because Equinox, Dan Bay was used to sell for Equinox. They are relentless. But a recent article in The Hustle came out, and it basically exposed what I knew when I worked for gyms is that the reality is we don't really want – they don't want you to come in. They, they don't care. They don't want you to come in yeah. and use your membership. And the data shows that with a not an Equinox gym but a regular gym at, at $60 a month, that the cost per hour of the average visit in America is about you're spending fourteen dollars and fifty cents an hour for your workout, and that eighty two percent of gym members go to the gym less than one time per week. Twenty two percent completely stop going six months into their into their membership, and thirty one percent say they never would have paid had they known how little they use it. So the reality is the gyms just keep churning and burning. 
and I want to get this to chiropractic in a second, but I want your thoughts on the, on the actual gym industry itself first. Well, this is really, this is really interesting because I am, I'm not like an avid gym person. Like I don't go, I'm not extremely consistent, but I work out a good amount. I think compared to most people, um, my inconsistency comes from traveling. When I get into a heavy travel schedule, it's like you're, you're uh, not as good as keeping a com commitment to the gym as you should be. But here's what I do know is I do work out at the gym a lot and I do it throughout the entire year. I never have a membership that I just stop going to. Mm -hmm. And I'm the kind of person and all y'all out there that are people that go to the gym consistently. I know you feel me. This is the time of year that we hate the most. We hate it. This is the worst time to go to the gym ever. Why? Because everybody's gotten on the bandwagon, yeah. New, Year's, New Year's resolution. Oh my God, I'm going to lose. What did you say? Lose weight. Lose, lose weight, get, get paid, get laid, and lose weight. Right. Okay. So I guess that's everybody's new idea, right? They want to look better. They want to feel better. They want to be committed and be disciplined. And so January is insanity in the gym. Your normal times that you go are packed, especially the cardio machines. February, still a little bit nuts. By the time you hit March, it's like whew, major downswing because people aren't committed that long. And so like yeah, the people that go to the gym, we're like, yes, March is around the corner. We get our machines back. We get our weights back. We get gym etiquette back, all that good stuff, right? This is this is what they said that uh, one a psychologist, our fitness director, called they called the perfect storm when cold weather and psychological awareness about achieving goals draw out lofty ambitions. But most of these new signings eventually fall off the proverbial trail, uh, treadmill. I, I want to ask and bring this back because we had a big in Black Diamond Club conversation that came up and and, and uh, there was a lot of great content in there that you guys can join Black Diamond Club to get the lowdown. Obviously, go to blackdiamondclub.com to, to figure that out um, and join up. But chiropractic membership practices have always been kind of up and down. It, it peaks and valleys. I hear more people wanting to get into it than the political, the legal stuff. What is your thoughts on a membership style practice, sans the legal stuff, but from a model of just the business side of it? Well, I think it's it, it just depends on what you're trying to achieve in your practice. Um, and I think that's where it becomes just a difference of thought processes and philosophies. I mean, because there's a lot of people out there that, you know, are like for us in our offices, our goal is to check people for vertebral subluxation, right? And adjust yeah. them when necessary. So, I mean, it's if I get somebody holding an adjustment, I don't necessarily need them to come in every single week to get checked. It's more like once a month, right? Mm -hmm. On average to get checked. And oftentimes they're not getting adjusted. In fact, most times they're not getting adjusted. But here's the deal. Like if that's not my objective or my goal in my office, then maybe the membership practice makes more sense. If your goal is to have people come in and get checked and get adjusted once a week, because that's how their experience, their most optimal health and have wellness, then maybe it's a good idea. But listen, the reality of it is, is I can't, I can't give you a good answer because of the legal part. My brain, my business brain right now is like firing in the background saying, like, if you're going to do a membership practice, you better make sure that you know from a legal standpoint exactly how to do it, how to do it right, 
make sure that people can't just come in for an unlimited amount of times for one price, you know, like make sure. It's I mean, gotta be so clearly defined, right? Because be so clearly defined. And I, I know that you didn't want to go there, but listen, like if your objective is to have people come in and get checked once a week for wellness, um, it doesn't, you don't have to do it in the form of membership. You can do it in the form of four visits a month and this is how much it costs. And that's the membership, right? It's yeah. not like a gym where you give them a membership and they can come in three times a day if they want, right? So it has, there has to be, because it's healthcare, because you're a doctor, there's a lot of rules and regulations that need, and you're right, needs to be clearly defined. But first decide what's your objective? Like, what are you really trying to get people to do? And why are you trying to get them to do it? But I'm going to keep going. The hard part is, Tristan, and you know it, is just like the gym membership, you get halfway through the year and you're like, I didn't use it and I have a negative reaction to the amount yeah. of money I paid. So ask yourself, psychologically, are the majority of your patients super happy the way that you're doing it? Or do they feel some resentment towards the end of the year if they're not using it in the way that they intended? Yeah. And we have a lot of, we have a, I don't want to say a lot, but there's, uh, I, I consider it, I always, I quantify by, I like a lot of the, the, the BDC members who are in membership practices. Totally. Absolutely. You know, um, let's bring in Matt Prados from a re, uh, we got a special guest here we're bringing on right now. Let me, let's get his, his idea from an outsider's perspective. Matt, my man, how you doing brother? Hey, what's hello, up Tristan? Hello. Hey, Lacey. hey, have you ever met Lacey? Yeah, we met at Mile High. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, didn't want this to be awkward or anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, you just made it awkward. Thanks, Tristan. <laughs> that's my job. Before we dive into what you're doing, the great stuff you're doing over at Review Wave, and I want to ask you a question about Yelp that came up this weekend. But I want to ask you from an, out, from an entrepreneur standpoint, from an outsider looking in, in a way, you still come from a chiropractic family, but what do you think about membership style chiropractic practices? Uh, well, you know, I mean, obviously it's, it's interesting as a business model. Um, I'm not as outside on this topic as you would think, because I'm actually really good friends with the guy who runs all of the marketing for the joint. So I have a lot of inside analytics and data, uh, as far as, you know, acquisition costs and average lifetime yeah. value and all that. So, I mean, I, I know it very intimately and he's also, uh, you know, shared statistics about, uh, massage envy and um, a few other franchise models that are very similar where you know you pay the the fixed fee uh, there was a huge lawsuit with massage envy on expiring uh, credits or you know whatever you want to call it so what Lacey was mm -hmm. talking about is absolutely true you know you really have to have it defined you really have to have the legal documentation uh, I think that they they settled by giving people I think it was like six months worth of credits uh, give them six months to use any credits that expire or something. Uh, I can't remember the exact thing, but uh, you know, basically it is, in my opinion, for people who uh, don't, it's an easy way for people to come cheaply when the practice doesn't give enough wow experience mm. to validate mm. a price. I mean, price to me is, is experience. You know, I will go and I will pay, you know, $150 for a Japanese A5 Wagyu steak at a top end steakhouse Absolutely. and I will eat it with a smile on my face, but I will never go pay for, you know, 
two ninety nine for a pound, three pounds worth of KFC or whatever that commercial was. I just recently saw. I was like, <laughs> how can you have three pounds of food for three dollars? Like it just doesn't work. You know, that's it's not, not food. food. Yeah. You know, um, from a chiropractic standpoint, I mean, I've seen all the ads. You know, we fix nineteen dollar adjustments and all those kind of things. So obviously, there's the you know, the friction in the industry, um, you know, the joints model is really, you know, entrepreneurs buy these things and they hire chiropractors at, at rock bottom prices. And the chiropractors getting paid minimum wage, you know, I mean, next to nothing. And the entrepreneurs made whole in, um, I think it was six months. Uh, they recoup their investment. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah. And then they cash flow a little bit, you know, it's not huge amounts of cash flow, but you know, it's, you know, I mean, if you make a hundred percent of your investment back in six months, it's, it's pretty legit. They, they've got the business model down. Uh, yeah. And uh, Matt, this is really important because I want to bring this up because you know, the joint, yes, they've got the business model down, but it's not, pay a price and you come in an, an unlimited amount of times, there's still an associated cost for yes. every adjustment. You pay a certain amount, you come in, and then if you want to come in additional times, there's costs. Yes. And I think, unfortunately, in our profession, some people view membership practice as people come in for an unlimited amount. That's where I'm saying, too, that right. that is not okay. And you need right. to make sure like any, if you're doing anything like that, you're right. You, if you're taking people's money and you haven't rendered services, there's got to be some clear definitions of how you're going to do that. Cause you don't want to end up like massage MB, right? right? Or you're getting a big old lawsuit that you can't afford to win. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, from, from a business standpoint, I, I wouldn't want to run the membership style stuff. I mean, I've, I've had long debates with uh, CrossFit owners and, you know, various things where the membership base, you know, it's a very low membership fee and you're competing, you're, you're, you know, you're, it's a race to the bottom. And so you, your quality is just not there. I would rather, you know, compete at the highest level of uh, experience so that people really get and stay with it. I mean, patients at the joint or these other membership based ones are typically not, um, you know, your, your lifetime wellness patients, right? You know, now if a chiropractor wants to add, you know, after, you know, his, his initial care plan and stuff, some sort of package at the end, like Lacey was talking about where you're paying per visit and you, you, you know, tell them come, you know, once a week, you know, for the rest of your life and, and we'll auto bill your card. That's fine. But right. I wouldn't consider that a membership based practice. Right. Yes. Very good. Somewhere. Matt, you know, Matt's our go-to at reviewwave.com. You guys can go to reviewwave.com and check out and learn more. But, you know, give us the Shark Tank pitch uh, real quick about what you're doing at Review Wave. And then I'm going to ask you about something that came up this weekend, dude. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, with any business, you got to kind of sit back and, and reevaluate it. And so at the end of last year, we kind of looked at – you know, what, what are we really doing? And, you know, most people just kind of pegged us as a review company, but the truth is we were, we were running a campaign uh, to monitor whether a practice was uh, giving the top notch experience that the patients wanted or not, you know, what they expected. So they would, they would basically get graded or rated uh, and reviewed by their, their patients. And so uh, review wave is actually morphing, you know, over the next, uh, you know, couple weeks into uh, delivering nice. more and more campaigns. Uh, you know, we did last year add some campaigns with online scheduling and, and local listing where you can have, you know, a campaign is something that you do over and over again successfully. Um, you know, we automate a lot of these things for our clients, but, you know, really 
at the end of the day, you know, we're the hip check on whether you're doing your job or not, whether your team is, you know, playing their A game or not, because, you know, we're going to ask your patients and your patients are going to tell you. And, um, you know, we, we look back and, you know, not, not review is not a perfect fit for everybody. And we look back at, you know, some of the people that came, tried it and left. And, and they, you know, the funny thing was the, the main complaint of people that didn't stay where they didn't want to ask new patients how they were doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, yeah. that's amazing. I gotta say that's amazing. Can I just crazy. interrupt? Absolutely. I've never um, thought of your company being that accountability. And um, thank you for bringing that up because I think that that is absolutely crucial in our profession because as a doctor, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, that's the last thing I want to, I mean, you know, last thing I really want to do is hold myself accountable because that's scary, right? And so people find ways to not do so. You hire somebody like you to come in, not only are we getting the added benefit of getting more reviews, so all the money you're spending on SEO and Facebook ads actually work, but now we have the added layer of getting accountability to make sure you're providing the care that you say you do and that your team is taking care of people the way that they say they do. That is freaking huge. That's worth way more money than I'm sure you're charging. I just had it, to say that. It, absolutely. It's so big. It, and you know, at first, you know, people would say, well, it's not working for us. And we, when we were new, we were like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with the software? Why isn't it working for this client? <laughs> yes. And I would dig in and that's where I started reading the reviews early on. And that's where I started realizing, well, wow, you're really not doing that well. In practice, yes. the patients don't actually <laughs> like you. They complain about scheduling all the time. They complain about like, like this, this is what they're saying and you're not yeah. listening and you're not changing and evolving and making yeah. that next level experience. So, uh, so yeah, if, if you don't want to evolve and, and, and hip check yourself and, and be graded on a, a daily basis, then, then review waves, not for you. But it, if you want to, you know, take it to that, you know, high end steakhouse level, then, then this is what you need. You need to know each and every patient and you need to know their feedback and you need to know that they're happy and you need to know that you're delivering that, you know, Japanese Wagyu at the top level. The ultimate focus group. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Matt, real quick, before we let you go, uh, we got a couple seconds left with you. Uh, the weekend, this weekend, I got hit up with, I'm losing all these reviews on Google and Yelp. In fact, this was a huge topic in, in one of the Close for Cairo groups. Uh, tell me what they should know and what they should really care about. Uh, if they're losing reviews in Google, they're doing something really funky because I haven't heard of anybody getting penalized in Google for a long time. So that's okay. something's really wrong if they're doing that. Uh, Yelp, you know, it's Yelp is just the the brain dead, simple, obvious stuff. You know, um, if you all of a sudden lost a bunch of reviews, you can go back and I can almost guarantee that your last three or four reviews came from people that have never done anything on Yelp yep. ever. So they, it's zero friends. If they've done one review, they log in, they never, they log in, they leave you a review, they never come back, right? Obvious red flag. It's going to take away your prior reviews too, because, you know, when you get penalized, it's not just like, oh, well, you only cheated on this one. We're not going to really stick it to you. I mean, (laughs) Yelp is going to stick it to you as hard as they possibly can because they want your money. Um, You know, it's just don't have people, uh, I actually tell people don't ask for reviews on Yelp, period only mm-hmm. ask for check-ins. If you ask for a check-in, Yelp will do what Yelp says you're not allowed to do a couple of days later after they've checked in and ask them to review your business. So they do it for you if you get a check-in. 
so it's just it's not a hard strategy. You just you have to know the rules of the game, and that's what it is. Ask for check-ins, and if you ask for enough check-ins, your uh, organic page views and activity will change in the eyes of the algorithm. And then all of a sudden, some of those other reviews will come out of review jail and, and, and be recovered. For you. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Uh, review Wave is is awesome. It's blowing up in the chiropractic space. Happy to have you guys as partners and helping us to bring such talent that we'll be talking about in a second, like Jay Abraham, to the summer camp stage. Uh, I want to thank Matt for giving us some time today, brother. Guys, if you want to learn about Review Wave, go to reviewwave.com and schedule a demo and learn more. Thanks, Do brother. It. Awesome, man. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Lacey, I get, we get to talk about my favorite topic next. What's that? Memes. <laughs> I know. It is your favorite topic. I do. Now, I know. Now, years ago, I knew that memes were going to be um, the, <laughs> the innovation into marketing. And I, I remember last year – now, guys, if behind the scenes don't know this, but – uh, last year, actually, around this time, the the idea of working together with, with Sean and Lacey and Cairo Sushi was really formulating. And I was going to do some things on the marketing side with them. We pivoted, obviously, and now we're, we're where we're at today, which is amazing. But one of the funny things Sean said to me when, when we started doing some stuff last year, he goes, you're not just going to make memes, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Because Cairo Sushi was known for uh, growing our, our our business with memes. Now here's the here's the ironic part. This is this is I think we've hit peak meme dumb now. Memes have been around for ten years, actually, uh, actually a little bit longer than ten years um, in the internet world. But now the average 50, 60 year old on Facebook is starting to get them right. Yeah. And 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 here's what they just found out over at Netflix. Holy crap, we can put a crappy movie together called Bird Box, but we can drive so many users with memes. And what they did yeah. was they actually did the, the Donald Trump Russian hack, which was hire a bunch of bots to create memes and get them out into the inter interwebs. And then everyone else started jumping on the bandwagon before the movie was even released. Um, but psychologically, there was something cool there, Lacey, because the memes with the blindfolds have been so relevant. I've even seen more chiropractors making memes with that with that blindfold meme. Because yeah. it actually tells a story, like a, they say a picture is like a thousand words. So I'm really excited to share that at the Berkshire at Tick Event, you guys go to tickevent.com, uh, where uh, Sean and I, you're not going to be there, are you? Yeah, I am. I'm speaking. Oh, yeah, you're on there. Yeah, okay. We're all there. We're all speaking there, and um, we're gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be sharing about meme building. That's gonna be nice. part of what I'm gonna be talking about. What do you think now? Because you're you're a, you're a millennial like me, and Sean's not. He's a uh, he's a Gen Xer. So what yeah. do you think about bridging business with memes now? Now that you you own Cairo Sushi, which is the ultimate meme group. It is. It's the ultimate meme merator. Meme generator? I don't know. <laughs> but I um I gotta tell you, one of the things did you remember that movie Basketball? Oh my god, yeah, with the, the guys from South Park, yeah. Yeah. 
So I love stupid funny. I don't know why that popped into my head. I love stupid. I've loved Dumb and Dumber is like my all-time favorite movie. I know every single line. I love movies like Step Brothers and Tommy Boy. I love stupid funny. So number one, I love memes because a lot of them are so stupid funny. You know, I'm giggling all day long. But let me tell you, there's a line in basketball that says, you know, people's attention spans are measured in nanoseconds. And the guy's like, squirrel, right? But that's how it is today. People's attention spans are about this long, right? I mean, and you have just a moment to capture people's attention and memes are great at doing that. You get straight to the point, you do it in a split second, it has a picture and it has verbiage on it to attract people in, make them take that nanosecond to read it, and then voila, now you have a viewer and you've got your message in front of somebody. The old way of like writing long posts or big ads or whatever, that stuff doesn't work anymore when people's attention spans are so short. So memes are extremely powerful. Other reason I love them, Tristan, is because they give people um, room to be a little bit funny and unique because that's what memes are all about. So it's not like you have to be so rigid anymore in your messaging. You can make fun of things and you can have fun with the memes and you can play off of other stuff. So I think it helps people be a little bit more creative and a little bit looser if that's. Yeah, that totally, that totally resonates. It's, it's, it, it's moving as we're, as we're doing a lot of stuff in, in the samurai group talking about, you know, last two years, it's really been, you need to build your, your, your media company, right? That was when we were at the original summer camp, John Kim just, he just went like every six seconds, he said, you're a media company, not a, a doctor on Facebook first. Right. You change the paradigm. And two years later, now we're saying, no, not only are that, you have to be an entertainment company. Yes. And I think the thing is, is that what we did at Sushi, and I, and I knew this innately, obviously, like it was going to be a place of respite for chiropractors, a place for chiropractors to go and say, uh, I can take a moment out of my day, relax and just enjoy content, not be informed because that's what we've really, like all the other gurus are like, this is your information downloader. And I'm thinking, no, this is your place of like relaxation and chill out and have a laugh, you know, yeah. and then mix in a little bit of information, bring a little bit of that stuff in there. So um, memes are here to stay. I think there is going to be a downward turn eventually, sure. but right now the meme market is hot in the chiropractic world and uh, we are the leaders in that. <laughs> and that's what I love about Samurai is, is you're always in there and you're always posting ideas and things for them to create memes about. And so if you are in Samurai with us, I mean, make sure that you're utilizing that and you're paying attention to what Tristan's putting out there because it does capture attention. It shows your personality. It gets people to laugh and that builds trust and credibility more than you think it does. So use it. Absolutely. Now we're going to go to the billion dollar, not million dollar though, that would stick with the M theme today. Uh, news and I'm gonna we're gonna ask you you know for people who don't know uh, we'll tell you right now Jay Abraham was announced as our first I hate even saying keynote because this dude has given us three hours of yeah. his time and doing Q and A I think we're gonna we're gonna might do a hot seat there's so much involved and so much you can get out of three hours uh, obviously behind the scenes you and you and Sean are uh, private coaches with Jay. It's a pretty penny that you guys invest. Can you actually share what a full day of training with Jay looks like cost-wise? 
So Jay's current cost for full day of training is 120,000. Okay. And, and that's, it's not training, it's consulting. I think that yeah. would be a better utilization of, of what word wise, what he does. So it's, and, I mean, it's 120,000 to just like, if you were to call his company and say, we want Jay to come in and we want him to look at all of the components of our, our business and give us better strategies on how to grow. It would cost you $120,000 to have him come down for a day. So, so let's say a day is eight hours. He's $15,000 an hour. So just for three hours, if, if a chiropractor out there was like, holy crap, I'm going to get three hours with Jay Abraham. We could quantify that as a $45,000 value at least. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, so for those of you that are out there wondering for $750, am I going to get a return on my investment? <laughs> I mean, I think with just the one speaker that we've announced, you're going to get more than a return. Jay is known for spitting out so much information and ideas within 10 minutes that you can't even implement them all within a year. Like that, that's how we feel when we're with him. So imagine what he's going to give you and deliver in three hours. Like unbelievable. If you are not there, you are missing out on an event that will help you grow your business. Crazy. crazy. Behind the scenes, if you wouldn't mind sharing what your favorite J uh, tip or strategy or just nugget that you've gathered in, in the private setting with him. Would, would you mind sharing something? I think it's more of a concept than just okay. like a one particular tip because one of the things that Jay is really big on is not thinking so linear. And I think even as chiropractors, we think very linear. We want to make more money. We need to see more people. We need to raise our prices. We need to get more new patients. We need to get them to stay a couple visits longer. And like we yeah. think within this one level of, uh, and one box of thinking, Jay is always saying that in order to be a true entrepreneur, in order to actually grow your business, you need to start to do things outside of your business. That's what he told us. He said, you need to acquire at least a new business every year if you want to grow. Otherwise, you hit a stage of stagnancy. And mm -hmm. so that's like as a chiropractor, if you're in the office, you need to think not just about how do I make more money from these people that I'm seeing, but how do I grow my business by bringing on new staff, hiring a marketer, getting a new associate, maybe creating a satellite office. Like you need to go beyond your normal box and way of, of thinking that it's all just about you seeing more people because you can impact people and you can take care of more people and you can make a whole lot of money by going beyond that. So again, it's more of a thinking from a 360 view versus a, you know, 180. I don't know why. What's the view you would look? A 180, 180, yeah, I'm not, let's get out of calculus. No, yeah, let's get out of there. Let's get out of there. We're not doing math today. So. Uh, I think then, I, I, I think we'll come back next week with tip, but let's just give them a simple tip this week, which is get your summer camp ticket now before the price goes up April 15th when we reveal the, if you guys, if you guys think we're just playing around right now, like we just announced Jay Abraham, you guys have no clue the other names that we're going to be revealing that is just going to like 10 X this to the whole game. I said it on a video a week before I said, I, I really think, you know, and I'm going to say, and, and I hope, I hope there's people that share this out there in the, uh, in the inter groups. I'll say it right now. 
Uh, Parker's not our competition. Cal Jam's not our competition anymore. You know who our competition is? It's GrowthCon. It's yeah. It's it's, it's that's the, the the field that we're playing in. So yep. uh, take that and put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> so uh, that's our tip of the week. Get to summer camp by going to come to summercamp.com, come to summercamp.com and register and reserve your seat and get the best pricing you can today. And uh, we will be back next week, right, Lakes? That's right. We'll be back next week. We're excited to be back in 2019.